0: haven't recorded for like two weeks and already I don't know how to record hot mess you're listening to moms no expert podcast on this podcast we'll be going on a journey together and learn how to be the best moms we can be I'm your host Irmari hola hola welcome to another week's episode of moms no expert podcast I know I've been away but I am back and I kind of wanted to just talk about lgbt because what is this month is the lgbtq is plus so we're gonna talk about it but i just want to kind of like i always tell you guys because i like to explain myself (laughs) to you guys but i took a little bit of time like a week i took a week off but i just want to like you know i don't know like i feel i used to feel bad and and I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I don't feel bad or whatever. But like, I used to feel like I was letting all of you down because I wasn't recording. But the reality of it is I needed time, right? When we are doing a lot, you need time. You need time for yourself. And you shouldn't feel bad. Like the people that love you. like I used to think, oh, if I take time apart, they're not going to like me or they're going to hate me or I'm not going to have any more listeners, but the reality is that I took like, what, six months and y'all came back. Because you guys understand, I'm not sitting here and I'm not taking time because I just want to go and party. No, the reality is, it's a lot, right? I moved and, and I'm not saying like, the moving no longer is the problem It's more of me just adjusting. I realized like, when I lived up north, I become this type of like a nomad, Is that the word? Like, I just stay at home and nobody really visited me. I really visited who I wanted to, when I wanted to. I had to, like, mentally prepared. And I didn't go out every weekend with Danny, which sucked, I know. But, like, I, it was a different life, right? I was used to coming home. I had a routine. And if you know, if you're a Taurus, you know your routine is important and I don't have one right now so I think that's also throwing me off like I don't have a routine I'm working from home so I have to get into the routine of working from home being at home and then having to do my things like the non-work things or whatever but other than that you know take your time if you are like me if you suffer from any type of depression or anxiety take your time I've realized since I moved on here I feel like I have to be on all the time, and y'all yeah, know what that means. Like you have, you feel like you have to put on a show, and it's not like you're putting on a show. It's not like you're being fake. It's nothing like that. Cause I'm being myself, but I'm having to be on. I can't just. If you know me, let me put like if you've seen me, if you know me, I'm normally just quiet in a corner. Like you, people think I'm mad because I'm just thinking. I'm, I'm in my brain. Like I'm in my brain thinking about. A bunch of shit so that's normally how I am when I'm home and I feel like since I moved down, you know we have friends that come over visit we go visit friends and all that stuff I'm constantly on I'm constantly having to be like hey how are you mind you I also work for customer service so I also have to put on a show that's definitely put on a show because I gotta be nice and shit but <laughs> I'm constantly on so I feel like it just takes a lot. It takes a toll on you. It it does, you know, especially with me and how I am mentally, like it takes a lot. So last week I was just like, I can't, like I don't have time to sit down and draft a newsletter, which I love. I am going to sit here. If whoever, if you're not getting my newsletter, go to my link and get my, get the newsletter because I mean, it's amazing. 'Cause I make it. <laughs> but I, you know, I take time to draft it. Obviously, Jared, my producer, helps me like what to write sometimes. But, you know, the putting it the way that it looks, like the photos and things like that, I do that. And I love doing it because I love it just like a I feel like every time I put a picture, it's like a view with inside my myself and who I am and what I was thinking when I was doing that episode. Right. So I like doing that, but that takes a lot of time, right? You got to sit down, you got to draft it, you got to type it, you got to make sure there's no errors um, and all that. So it's a lot, right? So like last week I was like, I don't have time. I just didn't have time. I had to do homework, which I was super extra behind. I had to work. I had to be a mom because I am a mom. Like I have so many things and I was like, I don't have time for this. So it's just, like I said, it's just a lot. So like we last week, I was really on something. And before that, when was it? Was it Thursday? I don't know what day it was, but I remember I was literally in tears. I called Jared in tears, crying, because it's a lot, right? You, I feel, I was going to say you feel, but I feel, or I felt at that time that I didn't know how to say no. So I've learned, like, because I was off on the weekends, I was going out all the weekends. Now I work on the weekends, but on Saturday, but I was going out every day, every weekend. And then during the week I was working. So I feel like I didn't have any time for me. And I couldn't record episodes. I couldn't do my homework. So it was a lot. And it was taking a toll on me because I was like, wait, my things, my things, because my school and my podcast is my things, things that I love to do are taking a backseat. And I'm not saying that it's nobody's fault. It's my fault because I'm not learning how to say no. I'm just like, oh, OK, I'll go because I didn't want to make, make make people feel bad. So it was that I also felt alone and a f- home full of people. And it's insane because I've been so accustomed i've learned how to be in love with being alone i love it i like my bubble i like to come to my room and just sit there journal write think about episodes do my homework watch tv whatever but i learned how to do that and i learned how to like that because a lot of, I didn't like it. I didn't like to be alone. I didn't like to be alone with my thoughts. It was scary to me, but I learned how to do that. And if you have been with me since the beginning, you guys know, that's why I pour myself to you guys because I of those times, because of me being alone, I'm able to listen to myself and say, okay, this is what the next episode is gonna be. This is what I've, I've been through, blah, 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 blah. But I haven't had that time to be alone. So... <laughs> I, when I say I felt alone in a, in a home full of people is I felt like I didn't have me. I don't have myself to be alone. So yeah, I, I was, it was a lie. I called Jared. I was, I was so tired and I, it it wasn't like even, I was, in, I was sad already. I was crying, but I was tired. I was tired of not being able to do my things. So that's the long story to tell you guys. Sorry, I didn't post, cause I didn't really post anything. I didn't post anything for the pe- episode that came out a week, a- two weeks ago, and I didn't post. I didn't post anything last week, but it's okay, cause we're here and we're queer. You know that, pond. And um, that's a great segue to say Happy Pride Month. If you guys know, you guys know, I'm queer. I am bisexual, and I came out. How do how do I came out? I don't remember. It wasn't on this episode. I mean, it wasn't on this podcast. I think I came out on Parents After Midnight, on I available mean, Not podcast platforms. Oh, it's currently on hiatus, but I I think that's how I came out to the world. But my people, like close to me, knew. But I came. I think that's how I came out, and yeah, it was just. I mean, obviously it wasn't like, Oh my God. It, it wasn't like, I didn't know. And I'm just going to tell you guys like how, I guess like why it came out. But like, I mean, I didn't come out because nobody told me it was just, we were having a conversation. And I said it, but I, okay. So before I had Danny, I'm just going to tell you guys my story, <laughs> I guess. But when I had, before I had Danny, I moved to Florida by myself. No parents, no nobody. Um, Just me and in an internship at Disney. If y'all know Vista Way, y'all know. And please DM me if you know about Vista Way because like it's gone now. (laughs) I've been seeing TikToks about it. This is a huge segue. But like I've been seeing TikToks about Vista Way and it's just crushing my heart how, yo, if you were a CP in the 2010, 2011 come on like you know like I was there so we probably met anyways (laughs) I was a CP um so I did like the extended spring I think it was and I applied to part-time and when I applied uh, they gave it to me in the same position like the same location I was at which was um all-stars at the shop and I became a trainer so Long story short, I stayed there. I met all the CPs after. Like, I kind of, like, became a liaison. I loved it. Then I I stayed for, like, two years, like, within the Disney bubble and, like, being a trainer, being a liaison for the CPs and things like that. And in that, I got another job because if you work for Disney, you know that you can be shit. So I had to get another job and I met a lot of other people. So I had, like, two worlds. And although the Disney bubble had a lot of gay and flight buoyant people. I didn't hang out a lot because they were all CPs and I didn't want to get them in trouble, nor that I want to get in trouble. So I didn't really go out a lot with them, but my other job, which was in Forever 21, I did go out with them all the time to gay clubs and <laughs> I had a this manager and I fell in love with her. Like when I tell you I I couldn't even breathe. Like, you know, you've had that crush when you're like, oh my God, like, I don't even know, you know, you know that crush Then you get that you're like, you can't breathe, you get nervous, but you got to talk to the person <laughs> and you're like, okay, and you're like smiling and the person says something, you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, I was giddy all the time. I run this supervisor and she was super nice. And so we like hit it off. We're like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. You're super nice. Obviously they see me at the straight woman because that's how I carry myself. So, but her girlfriend, who I didn't know was a girlfriend, um, we started hanging out and we went out to a club and her girlfriend, she's like, oh, my girlfriend's coming. And it was my supervisor. I was like, oh shit. And so we're sitting at our house apartment at that point and we're smoking. And she was like, oh, like, have you ever been with a girl? And I was like, I've kissed a girl, like, in high school, but, like, never nothing. And she was like, oh, okay. She's like, well, what do you think? Like, do you like girls? And I was like, honestly, I like your girlfriend. I had a crush on her is what I said. She's like, okay. And I was like, I don't, I was like, I would never disrespect you or her or whatever. But, like, you know, since you asked. And she was like, oh, that's so funny, whatever, right? And long story short, we left out that we stayed cool and we started hanging out more and we met this other couple I mean this other girls and I started hanging out with one of the girls and I got a crush on her and we started hanging out heavy all the time like all the time and that was my first girl not girlfriend because we weren't girlfriend but we were like all the time together yeah and that's what I knew and I remember this is at the same time when I Kind of reconcile with my older sister. If you never heard that episode is the episode with my older sister, Betty Bondage. It's somewhere. It's I don't know which episode it is, but yeah, it's the one with Betty Bondage. But yeah, we, we were reconciled, like, because we haven't talked for so so many, so many years. And I, you know, we were talking. I was like, oh my gosh, so I think I like a girl. And she's like, oh, okay, girl. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And she was, you know, like coaching me and shit. Cause I was 2021 and I was stupid, (laughs) but yeah, that was my story. After that, then I met well, there was a long there was there's a long period there because I don't want to talk about what happened in that period. But then I met my daughter's dad and the rest is history. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we I met my daughter's dad and you know what's funny? We didn't have a bad breakup because we weren't together, but we kind of like stopped talking but we stay friends everywhere like all social media we're still friends on social media and she hit me up as soon as I posted like I was pregnant mind you I've been pregnant for five months but I haven't said anything until I don't even know why I even said something and she called me like yo so you're pregnant damn and I was like shit so that kind of pissed her off because she's like this is why I didn't want to be with you because I knew that you were straight and you didn't know what you were doing and that always happens and I get it I'm not gonna sit here and like justify it because like I get it you know if you are with somebody that doesn't know what they want because I was scared I was scared I was you know 21 I was like I can't be gay like my mom's gonna murder me I go to church you know all these things so i was super scared so I get it but yeah and then I don't know just life happened Boston happened and we're not gonna say anything about that but yeah that happened and now we're here <laughs> and we're queer and we are proud and I say it everybody knows it my daughters knows it I'm no longer scared. Whoever doesn't know is because they don't want to know because I'm not hiding it. I'm not just sitting at home or like if somebody asked me a question, I'm not, I don't care. Like a like I'd be flirting with everybody. Like it's, there's no, I'm not hiding it. But yeah, that's my story. <laughs> I kind of wanted to just take a chunk of this episode and talk to you guys about if you guys, obviously if you're not, gay or bisexual whatever if you're not in the part of the LGBTQ at QA no QIAS plus I always mess the the last up um, but if you're not a member of the community you are an ally right like if you're an ally because you have to be an ally to listen to this podcast like there's it doesn't two plus two do not equal five if you don't if you're not an ally so if you're an ally and you our parents and you, you know, your child comes out to you. And so like, you know, I think I might be gay or I might have feelings for a girl, whatever. You know, I just kind of want to dedicate this episode to that, obviously in honor of Pride Month, but also because I wish and I always say that like when I do these episodes or podcasts, I don't do it because I want to tell people what to do with their life. I'm doing it because I wish I had somebody help me. I wish that somebody helped my mom help me. Like I wish somebody would tell my mom, you know, make her feel comfortable if she wants to come out to you. I wish somebody would just listen to me. You know what I mean? Like, so that's why I do these. So now you're listening to me now. (laughs) What? I found this little article I don't know why I said little, but I found this article <laughs> on my dough. So it's it's an app, but it's my D-O-H. They talk about, I mean, they have a lot of articles, and they have an article about the LGBTQ2S plus. Do you see? Haha. I knew it was gonna make it. I knew I was gonna do it. So the article is super long. It's not little at all. It's super long, but it, it tells you about. You know, what does what does being in the LGBTQ2S plus means? What the letters stand for? Because a lot of people don't know what do they stand for. And I know I went over this on an episode, the episode with my sister. But if you don't know, I'm going to go over it again. So L, lesbian, G, gay, B, bisexual, T, trans, Q, queer, T, two-spirits, and more so and I'm not gonna go into what each means (laughs) which I had this conversation with my niece nephew and my daughter like everybody and my my cousin like we were all sitting at the table talking about what all the letters meant but it's very important to just recognize right like everybody in this it's part of it like pansexual asexual like every single person is in this and just don't don't say oh well it's your whatever you're two spirits so whatever or you're pansexual you're not in the lgbtq like i'm um, i don't care like no everything is in here and if if you don't understand that i think what i'm trying to like if you don't understand that, it doesn't mean that it's not real and i think that is the one most important thing about this is just because you don't understand, it doesn't mean that it's not real. Like feelings, right? People's feelings are valid, even if you don't think it's okay. Like if somebody tells you you hurt me with what you said and the person's like, but that's not how I meant it. I get it. But my feelings are valid because I still was hurt by what you said. So that's what I'm trying to say. Even if you don't understand what a bisexual, why why would you be bisexual? Why, are you more into guys and more into girls? Like it doesn't matter. Just because you don't understand it doesn't mean that it's not real. Anyways, <laughs> I kind of went into a craziness. But um. so yeah, so it just tells you what what all of those means. The most important thing that I want to talk about is what does it mean to be a good ally? And a good ally, and I'm paraphrasing, quoting, to be a good ally means to recognize your privilege, educating yourself, Owning your mistakes without ego and being open to learning and growing and standing for the LGBTQIA community. And this ends, Carla Christensen said that. She's the director of the PFLAG Canada. Okay, so you have your child. Your child comes and says, I'm trans, right? Which is a big topic here in Florida. (sighs) Let's not talk about it because it's going to piss me off. But (laughs) your child comes and says, you know, I think I want to change my sexual, my sexual, my sexual orientation, my sexuality. Sorry. What the heck? I want to change my sex, you know, and you're sitting there like, oh, you know, I don't think you should do that. Like, don't to be a good ally. means don't put your fears into other people like. I remember I used to say I have a lot of things not going for me right I'm Hispanic I'm a woman and I'm now I'm bisexual and like didn't want to have something else that made me a minority so there was a lot of fear but like other people put fear on you like oh you're gonna like now you're gonna stand out even more or whatever don't put your fear onto your child if your child has any inkling any feelings just welcome those feelings because at the end of the day they're growing and they're learning they're learning about themselves we're fucking old as fuck shit and we're still learning about ourselves why can they learn about themselves they're still human right they're young but they're still human and they're still learning and if we're listening and we're helping and we're guiding we're not telling we're guiding then we might be able to help them get to their destination faster than we did when we were their age. So to be a good ally means to listen. Listen to them. If your daughter comes and says, hey, mom, you know, I think I like a girl, but I don't know. Like when my daughter was like, I have a girlfriend. I was like, oh, okay. And she was like, but I'm not gay. And I was like, oh, okay like listen to them listen to them without any judgment listen to them without any um oh my god what's the word I'm looking for like any bias listen to them with open arms like like you're like you want to be there for them not because you're gonna tell them now okay you told me that but now I'm gonna tell you what I think about you being gay No, no 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 just listen Being a a good ally means that you can give them space, space to think, space to understand themselves. You know, your kid is going to tell you what they want and what they need, but sometimes they need space, sometimes they need time, and they all, they, they need that in general, but when they are dealing with their sexuality and who they like and who they want to be, they need that even more because remember, society is constantly telling them what they need to do, what they need to be and who they need to be. We should not fucking do that too. Like, I was just having a conversation with my daughter about weed and she was like, well, they say weed is mad. I was like, who's, a, who, who's, what, who's they? Well, society. I was like, exactly. Like, you have to be willing and able to have these tough conversations, but also, Willing and able to listen and give them their space so they can understand themselves. Because we might know, like, we might see and we're like, oh, which I know a lot of us have been in that situation where we're like, oh, that baby is gay. And you obviously you're not going to be like, you're not going to tell them, oh, you're gay. But you know, and sometimes it takes them a little bit longer to get there than you wish because you wish you could have that conversation with them but give them their space to get there on their own and then when they know don't be like I knew baby no okay I mean obviously we can joke about it but don't be like I knew I don't know what like what you were doing or what you were thinking like no just let them let them get there don't judge them for getting them getting there late either because that at the end of the day it's their journey it's not your journey it's their process is not your process you obviously are processing the situation and obviously and I'm not going to sit here and say oh just because we are progressive and we want to be allies we're not we're not allowed to process yes you can process yes you can think and you can say oh shit like this is different it's okay to have fear it's okay there's so many trans women that are killed on a regular trans people in general not only trans women but there's so many gay people that are killed on a regular basis because they're out and they're proud and it's okay to have that fear it's a hundred percent okay especially when you're a parent i'm scared taking my daughter to school (laughs) because we live in florida now and y'all know it's scary And it's okay to have that fear. But if I pass on my fear to my child, then I'm not doing it. I'm not doing my child any service. I'm not doing my child any favors because what I'm doing is putting all my fears onto them. It's okay to have that. It's okay to talk about it. It's okay to be like, you know what? I'm proud of you that you know who you want to be and that you are finding yourself. This is my fear and I'm not putting it on you. I just want you to know pendiente like me and my Spanish <laughs> I'm gonna always be watching you and try to and try to be there for you um but why is it so important to be an ally and ally it's important to be an ally because in all situations especially as a gay person you need somebody in your corner and it doesn't have to be somebody that it's like you it's always important to have somebody to be on your corner. It's always important to have somebody that can say they can take on your baggage. And we don't get that a lot. And I say we like black and brown people, gay people. We don't get that under like Latino. and my Asian people? We don't get that right? We don't have a lot of, because somebody took our, our baggage. We don't. So it's important to be a lot li- an ally because we need somebody to be there for us, to use their privilege to let our voice be heard. Because when we talk, sometimes we're not heard. When we're saying things, we're not being heard. You know how many times as a woman, I had ideas and I've had things that are pretty smart because <laughs> I'm smart but I've had so many things that I've said in my lifetime that people have ignored because I am a woman and I'm also a Latina and not, you know and I don't look like the Eurocentric beauty that it's out there because you know what I mean like it happens on a regular basis so it's important to be an ally and it's important to be a person that can use their privilege and help us be heard and it is your job and as a parent it is your job and I don't care if you think it's not but it is because you need to be in your child's corner if your child is getting bullied and treat mistreated at school you're gonna go and help them So why can you do the same if they are gay, queer, bisexual? Why can you do that? That's why you need to be an ally. That's why you need to help them. That's why that's how you use your privilege. All right. So before we close this lovely episode, I want to tell you a couple of things that you can help your child and support them. And one of them is educating yourself. There's so many books, there's so many websites. Now you got an app. I just told you about an app. There's so many there's so many shows. My god, there's so many shows. There's so many places that you can go and get educated about what queerness is, what being a lesbian, what we being gay is. So go ahead and go educate yourself and be and, and know what you're talking about. Because if your child needs you, you know what you're talking about. And if your child already talked to you about it and you didn't know what to say, educating yourself is the best way to do it. Because now you know, and you can sit there and say, you know what, I didn't know that, but now I know. And now I can help you. Another way is by meeting your child where they are. Like I said, just because you know, doesn't mean that they know. Let them get there. Let them get there. They will get there. I got there. Took me a while, but I got there. You have to just sit there and help them and guide them. We, and I've said this a million times on this podcast, we are just guides for our children. We do not tell them. We are not their... Puppeteers, we are guides for them. And that's all. Just meet them when they are, help them get there, listen to them. If you have questions, ask questions. Hey, I don't know what this means. You know how many times people have asked me, What's the difference between being bisexual and pansexual? Which one are you? It's fine. I'm not going to be offended because you ask me. but I'm going to tell you. Oh, what's the difference between gay? And a lesbian, like so many ask questions. If you have a question, ask it. Why? Because nobody in the world knew anything. And if you don't ask questions, you're not gonna know shit. So ask a question. Be conscious of your language. My god, this is like the N word. You're not gonna go out there and say the G world, you're so G world word. Sorry. Because It's funny. And back in the day when you you're a millennial and used to say it is fine. No, be conscious of your word. This is so important because we can be allies and we can still be dumb (laughs) asses because we can still say dumb asses, dumb shit. You guys get it. Be so careful. And if you say something, don't, don't okay so my sister was married to a they them and one thing that she used to tell me all the time is don't make a big deal if you miss if you misgender her if you you see I just did it if you say her instead of they them say you know what my bad don't be like oh my god I am so sorry I know you're a they them but I said she Ah, oh. okay no there's no reason the fact that you caught yourself and you say, whoa, my bad, they, that means more to them than you making a big fucking deal. If your child says, mom, I think I'm they, them, they, them, theirs, that, and you can say, yo, my, I don't mean to mispronounce mis-pr- you, misgender you. It's just, it happens. You're human. You're going to fucking make mistakes. But just be like, you know what, my bad. But learn. Don't make the same mistake 20,000 fucking times. <laughs> like if you made the mistake, learn from it. And obviously, don't do it again. <laughs> uh, one of the biggest and more important ones for me especially is to stand for our queer people. You can't sit there and say I am fo- I'm, I'm pro I'm for you, but you don't go to a march. You can't say I'm pro for you, but you don't donate. You can't say I'm pro- for you and you live in fucking Orlando and didn't go to fucking Pride Week in Orlando and walk the march or donated, or d- like, come on, come on. It two plus two again. Two plus two cannot equal five equals fucking four so if you are pro if you're an ally you gotta do something you don't have to go to a march you can fucking donate donate don't be a bitch <laughs> oh my god why don't i'm always cursing in this shit my bad guys my bad and the last two that i think are super extra important is celebrate your child that's fucking obvious celebrate your kid they're gay be happy for them celebrate them that's it. Like there's, I don't need to explain to you why you should celebrate your child because they found themselves because they're finding themselves because they know who they want to be period. That's it. That's what you need to celebrate them. That's it. Is it going to be fucking hard? Life is fucking hard in general. Is that fucking fair? No, but you're going to celebrate them and you're going to say, you know what? I'm in your corner. I'm right there with you and I'm, and I'm going to be here for you and she's going to go. She's going to hit the fan and I'm going to hit the fan with you. Why? Because I'm with you. I'm celebrating you, and I'm with you, period. And the last one is don't discredit them. Don't fucking tell them, oh, are you sure you're gay? Are you sure? Are you fucking sure? Yeah, they're fucking sure. They're not going to sit there. You know how hard it is for a person to fucking come out, which I still think it's stupid for somebody to come out because a straight person doesn't come out but that's another conversation we're not gonna get into that the whole point is you know how much it takes somebody to come out to not be the norm and you're gonna sit there and say are you sure bitch I'm fucking sure you know how long this person has been dealing with this if a person is trans, you know how many times they've been trying to shove that shit down? you know how many times that person has been saying, no, I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not, fuck that, like, I don't like that boy, I don't like that guy. As a man, it's a lot. So don't sit there and when they finally find the courage to say, you know what, I am gay and I want to be happy, and you sit there and you're like, are you trans? Mm, did you try something on bitch I'm gonna find your ass (laughs) so if you don't take anything from this episode like I always say you should always take something from this episode is be open listen don't put your fears into them just listen to your children in general like not obviously we're talking about pride but not just because it's pride listen to them in general these kids have a lot of freaking ideas. I'll be sitting with Danny talking about the randomest shit. And I like it. I like the fact that I'm able to sit with Danny and have conversations that I know she might not understand fully, but she understands. And with that, I say thank you so much for listening to this episode. You know where to find me, momsnowexpertpodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram, Twitter, or tiktok Pfft, mom's No Expert podcast and i will see you next week bye thank you for joining me this week on mom's no expert podcast make sure to follow me on instagram at mom's no expert podcast and share this show with your friends don't forget to follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode